Blog Talk Radio. Yo, what's poppin', my G's? PSA Hip Hop. What's poppin', y'all? What's goody out here, man? Waiting for the bro to call up right quick, man. One second here. Back on live, you already know what it is, man. PSA Hip Hop. Watson, what's good? Yo, what's good, my James? Good, my brother. Yeah, I am, man. You already know what it is, man. Ah, I hate doing shows like this when we got to talk about young rappers dying at early ages, whatever it's violence, whether it's health issues, drug-related. But the young rapper Mac Miller, hailing from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, just passed away yesterday at 26 years old. Reports Watson that there is it was a drug overdose. Um, what, what, what was your take on Mac Miller first? Because I don't think for the, the time we've been doing the show and we've discussed young rappers coming up or we talked about white rappers, for some reason we never talk about Mac Miller. What was your take you know, so far looking at Mac Miller? It's crazy, you know, because we never talk about Mac Miller, but we I've always known about Mac Miller. I've seen him. Um, you know, he stood out to me when he was on the Voice to Five Nine DJ Premier Prime album with the song with Ab Soul. Like that was a that's fire not good. Song. That's my shit. Mm-hmm. And um, and I thought he yeah, the last it, verse. You know, yeah, I thought Thanks. he absolutely bodied it. And but the thing that was funny about it is I never gravitated like okay now let me go let me go listen to his music because he bodied this verse. You know what I'm saying? So what it is is that. He was out here. He was moving. I thought he was nice, but I can't front and be like, "Yo, I have I have his all his music and his discography." Um, but I say that to say, you know, his death bothered me because, you know, I, I love hip hop and I love artists who contribute to hip hop, and I knew he had a great contribution to hip hop while he was alive. And a car um, following. I call it a real following. I don't even call it a cult. I call it a, a legitimate hip hop presence. He had a legitimate hip hop presence. Um, so, um, amidst all the drama that's going on in hip hop, when I heard that, I was like, "Wow!" Because recently we had that little Zan dude. He passed away doing drugs. And when you hear it's an overdose, man, it's it just Fredo Santana from Chicago. Remember. He died over yeah. an overdose. So so when, when you hear it's an overdose, it's like the message is out there, man. When you take these drugs, you think it can't happen to you, but it can. Everybody's body reacts differently to substances that you put in your body. So I was That's just, a fact. you know, I was just, I was sad because he was so young. There was nothing, I, I never had any negative thoughts or feelings towards him. I just I used to see him from afar. I used to be like, ah, he's doing it. You know what I'm saying? He didn't give me that feeling of ill will that a guy like Post Malone gives me. You know what I'm saying? Like he seemed, he to me was like a true, genuine hip hop head. You know what I'm saying? And clearly listen, he was. You know, people talk about Eminem being a hip hop head, but you got to throw Mac Miller in there also because a lot of time I think our white brothers that come into the culture. Sometimes we be ignorant to the fact and want to call him a culture vulture, Ray, Ray, Ray. 
I never looked at Mac Miller like that. Like I remember seeing his one of his first videos uh, back in 2010 because I used to watch MTV Jams a lot, and they would throw his video on there. I think it was um on on the best day ever, and he in the beginning of the video they have homemade videos of him as a shorty, probably like four four to seven years old. I want to say not even older than that, and he's fucking rapping rappers delight. You know what I'm saying? And you see that image of him. And I, for me, as a as an O-head, seeing an image of a white rapper like that, doing that at a young age, it makes me look at him like, all right, this dude had hip-hop in his soul from when he was a shorty. You know, then he oh, had, yeah. um, yeah, Nike's on my feet. So, and it had the Nas sample on there. So I was like, okay, he got a Nas sample on here. You know, you know, you know what Mac Miller reminded me of? Remember that movie, Kids? Yeah, yeah, the, 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 yeah. I remember that movie. He just reminded me of one of those white kids that love hip hop, hang with a bunch of niggas, was cool, smoke his little blunt, drink his forties. Um, niggas knew him in the hood. He was a good, you know. He had like a racist bone in his body and shit. He was just cool ass dude and shit. And you see all the um, Wiz Khalifa, Chance the Rapper. That you just talk about Post Malone, Little Zan, Snoop. A lot of these cats. Um, was showing respect to him. And it's funny because I would see him in interviews and stuff, and he'll big up Premier. Like, like the way we talk about Premier, you know how me and you feel about Primo. And to hear some kid from Pittsburgh, just the way he talked about when he when he said he got a beat from Primo, the way he talked about it, Watson, like it was the illest feeling to him. Like, yeah, I made it, but I got a Primo beat. You know what I'm saying? And for guys like Royce the five nine who you and I think is one of the greatest spitters I am, to grab a dude like Mac Miller on, like when I, when I saw the, the track listing for Prime, I was like, okay, they got Mac on here? Or, okay, it's a little different. So, yeah, man, it's been a while, you know, 24 hours with um, Mac Miller, man. You know what I'm saying? He was actually living in Brooklyn too, Watson. I didn't even know that until um, I was doing Wow. Yeah, he was living in Brooklyn t- up a year ago. Wow, I did not know that. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I do not like when people pass away who 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 partake in the culture that I love so much. And Agreed. he was he was so young, man. I mean, twenty six, man. You gotta understand. That's, I'm twenty years older than that, man. So I just can't. It's just too young. That could be our son, my nigga. Come on. Yeah, man. It's just uh, so I. I it, it put it, it was news that did not make me happy at all. It, it was just tragic and it was sad, man. It was just tragic and it was sad. And um, he just dropped an album called Swimming, I think, last month. Because um, what's that white dude that be um, doing album reviews with the glasses? Needle Drop. You know what I'm drop. talking about? Needle yeah, Drop. Yeah. I was watching it when he did an, um, a review about a couple weeks ago, about a month ago, on the album and shit. So, you know. And here's where I want to go watching. I see a lot of people getting at Ariana Grande that was his ex-girlfriend and they're pointing the fingers at her what do you think about that I can't co-sign blaming her for his death I, I don't I don't I don't co-sign that either I think that's unfair I think that's completely unfair to her I mean just you want to scapegoat somebody that's just not fair you can't put that on her you know what I'm saying so what so what happens if, so every rapper she's dated if they get depressed because they're no longer with her, or not even depressed, but if they just no longer right, with her, you don't know that. 
you can't do that. So I, I, I think that's I think that's corny, to be honest. I heard that she had to um turn off her comments on Instagram. Yeah, that's why because they had, a, comments they, had a, they had a public they had a public relationship and a public breakup or whatever and now they just wanna assume that his passing had something to do with her. That's that's you can't put that in one. Yeah, that's that's too much. And that's got I mean, come on, son. I, imagine somebody putting that on you like, Oh, the reason why Watson's girl might have passed away because he broke up with her or whatever. Like that's a, that's I wouldn't watch too much for me, man. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. but before I wrap it up here, drug overdoses with these young kids, man. Is it ever gonna stop my dude? Because I feel like so at me, least twice out the year we're hearing rumors, you know, me, stories me, about these young kids. Like, you know let me mean? give you a cold dose of reality. Let me give you a cold dose of reality. A lot of people use drugs and take drugs. And a lot of people use drugs and take drugs, and they live. I've talked to people who are in my age group, and they tell me about their drug use from when they were in their 20s, the stuff right. they were doing. And they lived. Unfortunately, people do not know how the body will react. You know? I, you know yeah, it's, it's but when you're talking about guys who work a nine to five, you're talking about a guy who's rich and can buy all kind of, you know what I'm saying, staying up, studio so, time, I, partying I, I, I for a whole week type shit. It's a little different, my nigga. I'm talking about, I, I'll give you an example. A guy like Mick Jagger and a guy like Charlie Sheen are filthy rich, and they, and they abuse drugs. A rock, right. a rock star named Rod Stewart, he abused drugs. They talk about it, how much they abuse drugs. Jimi Hendrix does drugs, he throws up in his vomit. He wasn't doing it any more crazy than the Stones was. He just his body violently reacted to it. So, you know, I, unfortunately, this message is out there. We we all know drugs is bad. Len Bias overdosed on cocaine. Big time was a high pick in the NBA draft, and he died using cocaine. I can tell you this right now. People have not stopped using cocaine because Len Bias died. It's crazy, man. Man. I don't know, man. R.I.P. to Mac Miller, man. Once again, you know what I'm saying? Young bro, we ain't, we ain't never really, you know, talked about you that much. We, like we said, we knew about you, you know? But, but we didn't do, we, 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 you, we've always known about you. We just did not, you know, give you your profit you deserved. And the one thing that's whack, one thing I always get mad about in hip-hop is I hate having to give salute people and give props to them yes. when they're dead and not while they're alive. Totally you know what I'm saying? Agree. I always and that's why our appreciations, and that's why our appreciations to me and why to mean a lot to us because a lot of dudes we talk about, we watch their career. You know what I'm saying? And and it's funny because we did a mob deep appreciation first, and I think Prodigy passed away what a week later, son, or two weeks later. Yeah, a week later. A week later. It's crazy, man. That's what it is, man. R.I.P. Mac Miller, man. You know what I mean? Young soldier, man. He's seeing young brothers out here just passing over drug overdose, over, over, overuse, man. It's crazy, man. All right, my G. What is going on? A young lady that you've told me numerous times she's the best female rapper of all time. I kind of want to slap box at you outside and throw hands when you tell me this. 
and another girl who we we pre, we, we um we broke down her album. Um, you you gave it high praise. In fact, you were on this all way way before me. I can promise you that. You want to tell us about what's going on with Cardi B and Nicki Minaj last night at some fashion shinding in New York City, sir? Well, let me just highlight how big a deal this is. A lot of things are going on in the world. A lot of things. Mac Miller passed. President Obama finally came out and attacked Trump. Like, like real world shit. Right? The number one most trending topic on social media is Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. I mean, it's just to show you how the, the upside down the world is. So here you have the two biggest female MCs in mainstream commercial music, hip-hop to be exact. And we've always known they've had bad blood and bad, just been bad vibes. And it all came to a head at this fashion, uh, this fashion, whatever, it's, it's Fashion Week in New York. So it, it happened. And... um they got into an altercation uh, from the videos we've seen. Cardi B was screaming at Nikki, bitch, come here, bitch, come here. And you hear Nikki clearly saying, staying right here. And then you hear Nikki screaming, bitch, you crazy, bitch, you crazy. And um, this has been bad blood. According to Cardi, she feels that Nikki has disrespected her child and she's been talking reckless. She she's like when people diss Cardi B's child, she says Nikki likes likes them. You know how you can push like on on Instagram, or you can push like on Twitter. Uh, she says she did yes. that. So she's um, but it's always been bad blood. So she went on um, she went on Instagram. It's always it's always been bad blood. Is that what you said? Yes. Anyone who demonized you. Wait a minute, nigga. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Weren't you the same one getting on me a while ago saying on the old channel that people trying to put them against each other? Weren't you, weren't you wait on that wave? And now yes. you're sitting up here on the show talking about some, they have bad blood? So which well, one is I'm it, gonna, Watson? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to read to you what Cardi B said. Okay. I've let a lot of, I let, I've let a lot of sh- shit slide. I let you sneak diss me. I let you lie on me. I let you attempt to stop my bags. Fuck up the way I eat. You've threatened other artists in the industry, told them if they work with you, you'll stop fucking with them. I wow. let you talk big shit about me. I addressed you once in person. I addressed you a second time in person. Every time you copped the plea. But when you mentioned my child, you choose to like comments about me as a mother, make comments about my ability to take care of my daughter is when all bets are fucking off. I've worked hard, and I've come too far to let anybody fuck with my success. Bitches talk all that shit in they raps, but in real life they pussy. This shit is really for entertainment. So that is what Cardi B said. Now, K. Michelle put out a video and said, Nicki Minaj did the same thing to me. And she went into detail and explained the situation. Remy Ma said the exact same thing. 
So you have three defend different Onika, the, go ahead. Industry. So defend Onika. Go ahead. Defend your greatest rapper of all time. Go ahead and defend her. Let me hear this. Go ahead. No, I'm not defending her. I'm saying you have three different females in the industry who are all saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not defending her actions on it. You can be great at something and still, listen, 50 was great. I think he's a scumbag. You know what I'm saying? This has nothing to do with what I think about Nikki as an artist and her actual ability to rap. This is just about her behind-the-scenes shady dealings. She don't want no other female to get the kind of burn or love that she feels threatened. That's all. Insecurity issues, if you ask me. I'm not going to disagree. I'm not going to disagree. Now, let me tell you what's crazy. Now, Nikki fans are really going all out to to slut shame and play cards. Oh. Everybody knows. Oh, what? Why did you say oh? Because what, 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 what are Barb's getting mad for? What are, what are they tight for? Yo, that's one fan base. I, yo, I don't know what's worse. The Barb's or the Beehive? I don't know who got a worse fan base, man. I really think it's Nicki Minaj, bro. I really believe it's Nicki Minaj. But I would say this. The reports that I saw in Watson is they made it sound like Cardi went to address Nikki at this function. Now, I got to get in my devil's advocate bag. If you're in a setting like that, should she not do that, though, in that particular setting? Um, I don't know. Or all um, bets off because of, cause, cause of, you, cause of the sea talking and you well, like well, well, comments well, about my well, sea. Well, well, I ask you, do you think it was appropriate? I'm the wrong person when, um, to ask. Do you think it was appropriate when um, there was a fight at the Vibe Awards with uh, with Dre and uh, Suge Knight when, when Young Buck got into that altercation? Did you think that was an appropriate venue for, for that to happen? No, it, it, nah, as an old head, nah, at the time, I, at the time, I'm thinking differently. But now I'm mature now, my head, that wasn't a good time because you put a black guy on hip-hop. And that basically fucked up the Vibe Awards. I don't think there was another Vibe Awards after that, was it? Do you remember the Do you remember the BT Hip Hop Awards where Ti got into it? With Little Flip, where he got into an altercation? No, not with no Little Flip. This was the BT Hip Hop Awards. Well, the yes, point I, was, is, I remember once got into this uh, situation. Uh, yeah. Events, events. Oh, give you a better, <laughs> give you a better thing. What was the remember the award show with Amigos and Joe Budden? Was that? Yes. Uh, um, that was a beat. But Watson, this is a little different because I hate to be this guy. You're in a hip hop environment with a bunch of egos, this, that, and the third. Where it's it's more I don't want to use the word intimidating, so to speak, and shit can pop off like that because of, of the setting. But in that setting, in in a, in a fashion show, you're all dressed up. You're around a bunch of white folks and shit. Yeah, so I, you don't, you're not feeling threat. You're not is feeling that, peer pressure. That, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish before you ask me a question. You're not feeling peer pressure. That's why I want to speak to you. I know where you're going already. Peer pressure from other rappers in the room eyeballing you and whispering around you saying, oh, she got at you. What you going to do now type shit. I don't think nobody felt that they had to gas up Nikki or gas up Cardi. To, you know you know what I'm saying? They didn't have to gas them up to get it popping. I don't think, you know, it is what it is. I, listen, I am not a Nicki Minaj fan. I don't like her steez at all. I don't like the way she moves. Real funny style of me. And I, 
But Cardi got lumped up. Did she not get lumped up? Who lumped Cardi up? Because these pictures I'm seeing right now of Cardi with her, like, her, she got, like, a buck fifty across the eyelid. Was that Nikki or she Fred, her bodyguard? She, she doesn't have a buck fifty. She got a knot because she got elbowed okay. by security while they were trying to rush her out of the a buck fifty across the thing. eyelid, my brother. That's all. A buck fifty across the eyelid means a razor to the face. Like, uh, you know what I mean. Not in the middle. Now you can't, but you can't. You can't. Come on, <sighs> buck fifty. This is just said not. But um, like I told you, I read I read her statement. She she said what she said. Nikki's history of trying to blackball, blacklist, intimidate other artists from working with artists who she feels are a threat to her is something that follows her throughout her career. Did she not even have the same kind of beef with Mariah Carey? Where she was like, I'll kill you when they were on American Idols? Nikki has a history of not getting along with other females in the entertainment industry. That's just a fact. Did she try to set it off on Miley Cyrus? Try to set it off on Miley Cyrus, too. There you have it. So Miley Cyrus, Mariah Carey, K. Michelle, Remy Ma, uh, Cardi B. Like, what 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 are we doing here? You know. So what happens now? Well, I think it's great because now Cardi doesn't have to front anymore and try to be politically correct and play behind the scenes. We've known this tension. We know they don't like each other, and now it's out in the open, and they don't have to front no more. So I actually, I'm I don't, glad. I don't think Cardi was fronting though, because at the VMAs, did she not send a shot at Nicki? It was subliminal. It's clear as day who she was talking about. It was a subliminal. This wasn't subliminal. Bitch, come here, and she's trying to get at her and fight her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's real now. Now, now there's no. Way they could be like, oh no, I respect her as an artist. She was my not none of that fake talk. They now can just be real about how they feel about each other, and you know, though it's so difficult to know when Nikki's real, you know, because she'll probably just go to her Queen radio show and say, I don't know what's wrong with her. She'll use her this accent, one of her many accents, you know. You know, if it's not Queen Radio, she, you know, she'll go talk to your favorite guy, Zane Lowe, number mm. one number one hip-hop interview guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. All right. All right, my G. Take us home, man. Please say hip-hop, the home of Lonzo Ball. Why Lonzo Ball? Because Lonzo Ball is playing with LeBron. You support LeBron. So that means you will be following the Lakers. So when we do our hip-hop talk, Lonzo Ball will be talked about because Lonzo will be playing with LeBron. And shout-out to my man KD for bodying LeBron on the track. Salute <laughs> KD. Not only can you rap better than LeBron, you've outplayed him in the last two finals, and nobody can dispute that. It's, you can't dispute it. And I love that. Salute to you, KD. PSA Hip Hop. Well, I'm not surprised that KD, he's been on tracks before. So, you know, I think, you know, LeBron tries to front. Listen, LeBron, you my guy, but I'll never forgive you when you're trying to do that Marvel shit. I did not like that at all. That shit was cringeworthy, my G. Neither here nor there. I can't wait for NBA season, man. For real, for real. That's what it is, man. Fuck with your boys. Three and Watson, man. One.